me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. Well, hello. Welcome to Simple Joe. I am Joe. Today is Monday, February 15th, 2021. And this is the show where you'll hear me talk about things that strike my interest. If you've been listening at all, you know the real reason I do this show is simply to help me become a better podcaster. I want to get my practice in every day. I made a commitment, I guess, 31 days ago. This is the 31st day, I think, 31 days ago to become a better podcaster. I've done a show for several years, a few years. I don't want to say several, a few years over on On Faith's Edge at onfaithsedge.com. I stopped doing that show a while back. Something kind of got overwhelmed. Life got busy, but it was a pretty popular show. I liked doing it, but I kind of put it on hiatus, put it on pause, and I wanted to get back in the podcasting game, but I wanted to get better at podcasting. So I decided, okay, I'm going to do something every single day. Unedit it. Un. What do they call that when you. Uh, I guess unedit it. Uncensored. <laughs> Not that you're going to hear, hear many salacious things or anything like that from me. But I do it to practice podcasting. Uh, my whole goal is to uh, get better at mic technique, get better at reading out loud, get ready, get better at uh, improvisational speaking, slowing down, making sure I think about what I'm saying, get rid of those crutch words, ums, us, stuff like that. So that's what I'm trying to do here. Thank you so much for listening. If you are listening, you may very well be the only one. I really, really appreciate it. And what I would really appreciate is your feedback. Let me know how I'm doing as a podcaster. Let me know how clear I'm speaking. Let me know how coherent my speech is. Yesterday, wow, yesterday, I couldn't remember a name for the life of me. By the way, the name of that podcaster, his name is Jeff Brown. He does a great podcast called Lead to Read. His name is Jeff Brown. And the name of the VJ I was thinking of yesterday is J.J. Jackson. And so I, I think there was, I, I forgot three names yesterday, and those are the two that I can remember off the top of my head. For the life of me, I still can't remember the guy who played in with Dustin Hoffman in All the President's Men. Famous actor. I want to say Paul Newman, but it's not Paul Newman. It's kind of in that genre. Gosh, what is his name? Never mind. I'll think about it. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. As I said, you may very well be the only one. I would appreciate your feedback. Please email me at joe at thesimplejoe.com. If you have feedback, good, bad, or indifferent, I would love to hear from you. A very special thank you to some new listeners that we have from the Geekin' on WDW podcast. A friend of mine, Kurt Stone, does a great podcast over there at wdw.geekinonwdw.com. That's geekinonwdw.com. And um, he has a great podcast, a great Facebook group. They've got a big event coming up this week. Hope everybody is safe down there. A little later in the episode, you will hear what you are looking for. Today in weather, I've been talking about it for a few days, and it looks like we just have the start of it. The White Death is coming back, and looks like it's coming back in a 
Fury. Armageddon is here. It is 18 degrees Fahrenheit right now. We expect a high of 23 and a low of 15. And we expect snow all day long. Today and tomorrow, we have a big one coming. A big one for Cincinnati. So for some of us northern, for some of you northern listeners, I know you're laughing at me right now. You're laughing at us. But we're expecting probably a solid 10 more inches coming over the next day or so. That's what that's what they're saying. All the ice is sold out. All the snow shovels, I'm all the ice, all the salt is sold out. All the snow shovels are sold out. There's nothing to be found when it comes to those kind of things. Big signs in front of Home Depot and in front of Lowe's and Kroger and the grocery stores. We are out of shovels. We are out of salt. Don't waste your time, basically what they're telling us. So we expect a big snow today and tomorrow and another decent sized snow on Thursday. Wow, this is the most snow we've gotten in years here in Cincinnati. I mean, there was, I think last year or the year before, I don't think it got above, it got below 30 degrees on any day. Just very mild, mild winter. But this one's, this one's kicking us in the butt. There's actually a severe, a severe winter storm warning that we have going on right now. And I was going to read that, but it looks like I closed it down, that warning. No, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here's the winter storm warning. Winter storm warning remains in effect until 1 p.m. Eastern time Tuesday. Heavy mixed precipitation continuing. Additional snow accumulations of 5 to 8 inches and ice accumulations of a light glaze. Portions of the southeast Indiana, northern Kentucky, and central southwest and west central Ohio will be impacted until 1 p.m. Eastern Tuesday. Travel could be very difficult to impossible. So they're saying five to eight inches. I heard I heard 10. Some some reports are saying as high as 12 degrees in this particular winter storm. So there we go with Snowmageddon. In 1564 today, Galileo Galilei Galilei. I've never heard his last name before. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Italian astronomer, physicist. And engineer was called the father of science. He was born today in 1564. He would have been 457 years old had he invented a way or engineered a way to live forever. In 1820, Susan B. Anthony was born today. Of course, Susan B. Anthony was the American social reformer and woman suffrage movement. She would have been 201 years old today. I remember several years back. They put out a Susan B. Anthony coin uh, that was about the size of a quarter. It was a Susan B. Anthony dollar, but it was about the size of a quarter, just I think barely bigger. And they discontinued it because uh, people got it mixed up with quarters. And in fact, vending machines were accepting it as quarters. And it was just it was a disaster of a introduction of a new coin. Susan B. Anthony deserved better than that. I think they came out with a new gold dollar coin with Sacagawea on it. I think there were some states. No, that was the quarter with Sacagawea on it. But Susan B. Anthony, a much appreciated woman in history in 1820, she was born. She would have been 201 years old today. An important woman. I said much appreciated. That almost, that almost discounts her, her 
her impact in history. Uh, a very, very important woman in history. In 1874, Ernest Shackleton was born today. Ernest Shackleton has an amazing story uh, about his polar explorations. You should check that out. Read up on him. It'll blow your mind how he survived and how he led uh, his team to survival. And in fact, yeah, he was born in 1874 today. He would have been 100. He would have been 147 years old. And Tom Hardy is playing in a movie, is starring in a movie starring, excuse me, uh, about Ernest Shackleton coming up uh, in the next couple of years. I just read that. Tom Hardy is one of my favorite actors. He's one of those actors. Uh, if you have one like this, you, you'll appreciate what I'm about to say. He's one of those actors that I will go see a movie just because he's in it. Doesn't matter the story. Doesn't matter the doesn't matter the subject matter. I will go see a movie if Tom Hardy is starring in that movie. He starred in a great movie called Lawless, where he played a moonshiner uh, back in the early 1900s. I guess it was amazing performance he played in star trek he played in the revenant um he played on a movie called bronson which you don't want to see believe me <laughs> that's a that's a rough rough movie he played in a really good movie called the drive i think it was the drive i think it i think that was the name of this movie in in the movie the drive it it's what he's the only person in this movie. I think they flash back maybe to his wife and maybe to his boss a little bit, just seconds. But he's the only person in this movie. And the whole story is he's driving from one place to another and his life completely falls apart on this drive. Uh, he his wife finds out he had an affair. His he's a cement contractor, I think. Yeah, he's a cement contractor, and the project he's working on is falling apart. He's getting fired on this drive. Uh, I think the the his girlfriend, who he had an affair with, is about to have a baby, and he's on his way there, and his life is falling apart on this five- or six-hour drive uh, from one place to another. Really good movie. He He carries this movie. One person in a car carries the whole movie. Tom Hardy's a great actor. He's my vote for the next James Bond, by the way. In 1899, here's a good one for you Disney fans at the Geekin' on WDW, uh, from the Geekin' on WDW podcast. For you Disney fans, Lillian Disney, the wife of Walt Disney, was born today in 1899. She would have been 122 years old, and the Geekin' on WDW W secret word is Kevin Curtis Allen. In 1907, Cesar Romero was born today. He would have been 122 years old. He uh, he was the he played Joker. He played many roles, and I'm sure he's known for many more roles than this. But I only know him as the Joker from that very campy, funny, quirky Batman TV series. Uh, in the 70s, maybe in the 70s. Really cool. Great, great character he played as the Joker. And you can tell that, that, oh, Jack, Jack, um, the actor, great actor, Jack, whatever. 
Man, I, I'm terrible at names, aren't I? I really am terrible. I can get first names. Last names, uh, it's, it's rough for me. Anyway, Cesar Romero, I won't go there. Cesar Romero, great actor, Batman, 1970s. He died in 1994. Um, happy birthday. That's it for birthdays. Let's can. Oh, no, it's not it for birthdays. In 1954, Matt Groening was born today. Matt Groening is the animator and chief guy for The Simpsons. Funny cartoon. If you watch The Simpsons, though, from current Simpsons, go back in the day and look at those early episodes. Completely different look, completely different feel from the, epi- from the Simpsons today. The Simpsons actually started on a TV show, kind of a comedy sketch show, with Tracy Allman. Tracy Allman was a British comedian back in the 80s. I think that The Simpsons are the longest-running TV show in history right now. I'm pretty sure that The Simpsons is the longest-running TV show in history. I'll check that out. I don't know. But Matt Groening was born in 1954. He is 67 years old today. And in 1964, Chris Farley was born today. Chris Farley died in 1997. A tragic death. A great comedian. Funny, funny guy. One of my favorite characters ever is motivational speaker Matt Foley from from Saturday Night Live. Go to YouTube. Check out Chris Farley, motivational speaker Matt Foley. You will crack up. The actors in that skit could not hold themselves, could not, could not keep their composure during that skit. Hilarious. Check it out. Matt Foley. Chris Farley, tragic death. Uh, amazing comedian. Funny guy. Drugs. Fame. Alcohol. Self-esteem. Depression. Got the best of this man. Terrible death. He would have been 57 years old today. Let's wrap up our 18 destructive habits holding you back from success by Deep Patel from entrepreneur.com. To remind you of the first 15, we are wrapping up the last three today. To remind you of the first 15, I'll read through these very quickly. Seeking approval, shifting the blame, undefined goals, neglecting your health, self-doubt, inaction, feeding distraction, putting yourself or others down, Staying in your comfort zone, the need to always be perfect, waiting for the right time, not having a budget, overlooking the importance of persistence, not knowing when to let go, and not educating yourself. And in previous episodes, I gave my own personal commentary on each and every one of those. I'm not sure my commentary on not knowing when to let go was particularly coherent. I tried to do live math yesterday. I tried to explain my thoughts on on um, sunk cost bias and what that means and so forth. I'm not sure my math added up yesterday as I listened back to that episode. But in any event, I hope you understood the spirit of what I was talking about yesterday. So number 16 on Deep Patel's list of 18 destruction destructive habits holding you back from success. Number 16, not asking questions. Those who question and listen with an open mind will have a a better insight into what is going on in in the world around them. 
Asking questions will help you gain the information you need to make better decisions. Those who believe they already know everything will be sorely mistaken. Developing an inquisitive and open mind helps you really hear what someone else is saying. You will be able to gain advice and feedback when you need it most. I think this is one of those things that don't get talked about enough. One of those things that doesn't that doesn't get talked about enough. Not asking questions, thinking you know it all, being afraid of looking stupid. Those are all, you know, there, there's, there, I think there's, there's two things and they're connected about not asking questions. There's number one, thinking you know it all, the arrogance of, well, I'm smart too. I'm smarter than these people. I don't need to ask questions. And there's the afraid of looking stupid. And both of them are connected to arrogance. Believe me, this is somebody, this, this is, again, most of this stuff that I'm saying comes from my own personal experience and my own personal failings and my own personal struggles. Sometimes we're just afraid to look stupid. There's some arrogance there. There's some self-esteem there, but we're afraid of looking stupid, especially if we're around people that, oh, there's a sneeze coming. Here it comes. I have to remember on this little, on this little thing that I have, this um, recorder, the Zoom P2, PodTrack P2, there's a mute button. So you all just heard me sneeze. I'm by myself. I don't need a, I didn't need a mask on. Uh, Anyway, where was I? Oh, thank you. I heard the God bless you. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Back to not asking questions. I think it comes from two two things, arrogance and self-esteem and kind of a mixture of both. Thinking we know it all and being afraid of looking stupid. We have to ask questions. If we don't know, if we want, if we're not, if we don't know, we may know what we want to do. But if we don't know how to get there, we have to find out who's been there already and we have to seek them out. We have to ask questions. If we don't understand what's going on, we we have to. There's only one way to understand it. We can't just I guess we could read and figure it out. But and that's important, as we talked about yesterday, about not educating yourself. But I think we're just afraid of looking stupid. I think we have to be a childlike, a childlike quality of asking questions. I think that's very important. And this is really striking me right now. I don't think I ask enough questions. I don't think I seek wisdom enough. And it's so important to seek wisdom from people who have been there, people who have done it, people who know. Set aside, set aside your, your pride. Humble yourself. And have a childlike inquisitiveness, have a childlike quality of just trying to understand what you're doing. Don't be afraid. And if, and if that person, if that person looks down on you for asking questions, forget them. There's a quote, and I'm going to screw this up, so I apologize. There's a quote from uh, the Winnie the Pooh. Is it, no, it's, it's Charles Schultz, maybe the peanuts guy. No, no, no. It's Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. He said, uh, don't mind that don't, those who matter don't mind 
And those who mind don't matter. How about that? Those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter from Dr. Seuss. I think I quoted that on, on a Facebook post at, at one time. Ask questions. Seek wisdom. Uh, understand that you don't know it all. You can't know it all. And collectively, we can all grow together if we just ask questions, if we seek wisdom. Don't be arrogant. Set your pride aside. Don't be afraid of looking stupid. Ask questions. Great, great piece of advice there. I didn't realize how much this would hit me until I really read this and thought about it. I have to ask more questions. I have to seek wisdom more often. And I think I do fairly often now, but not nearly enough. Not nearly enough. So that's number 16, not asking questions. Let's pause for a second there at number 16. And for all you folks at the Grand Geek and Gathering in Disney World this week, number one, safe travels. I don't know how many cities are affected by this snowstorm, but Cincinnati Airport definitely is. If you got a layover in Cincinnati, there's going to be a problem because I think the airport might be shut down. I'm not sure. If not, there's going to be a lot of delays. And I don't know if Indianapolis is is affected by it. I don't know if some of the other states are impacted. Uh, But be careful out there. Take your time. If you're driving, take your time. You'll get there. Mickey Mouse will be waiting for you. But for all you listeners from the Grand Geek and Gathering this week, I think, uh, no, I don't think it's the the uh, the festivities start off Wednesday and uh, Kurt Stone will be down there Tuesday or Wednesday to meet all you Disney geeks. And so, you know, the contest is going on right now to win a free T-shirt, long sleeve T-shirt. And your secret word is, and if you missed this, I said it earlier. You may have missed it. I said it earlier. Connect it with a birthday earlier. Your secret word is Kevin Curtis Allen. Now head over to thesimplejoe.com slash geek. That's thesimplejoe.com slash geek. Type in the secret word and you will be entered into that contest to win a free long sleeve t-shirt. I think we're giving away a couple. Uh, Kurt and I are chipping in. There might be some other things. Kurt's giving away some koozies and so forth. You got to, you guys have an amazing group down there. Uh, I, I've been watching from the periphery, your group and the support that uh, you guys give each other and the passion that you have for Disney is amazing. So go to simplejoe.com slash geek to be entered into the contest. Let's move on with number 17 from deep. Deep Patel's uh, 18 Destructive Habits Holding You Back from Success. We just finished up not asking questions. Number 17, not apologizing for mistakes. We all make mistakes, but taking ownership of them can be difficult. It's hard to take the hit on your ego and admit that you're wrong, but taking responsibility for a mistake will go a long way toward earning people's respect. Apologizing can build trust with those around you, When you acknowledge that something has gone awry, it allows you to be open and honest so you can move forward. This is a skill (laughs) that I have come to master. Believe me, this is a skill that I have come to master. I, uh, there's a lot that I've had to apologize for 
believe me, as we go, maybe I'll get a little more transparent about some of the things I've had to apologize for as I reveal more of my life to you. But suffice it to say, I have made my share of mistakes personally, professionally, financially, uh, internally. I've made some mistakes and it took me a long time to realize that how therapeutic both for me and for the person it is to apologize and to acknowledge your wrongdoing it acknowledge your mistake even if it wasn't your fault acknowledge your mistake acknowledge the impact it had on that person and when it comes to apologizing don't don't whitewash it don't be wishy-washy don't say something like, hey, I'm sorry that you got upset with me. Nope. Nope. That doesn't work. Uh, you put, if you have something that you need to apologize for, you put the blame completely on you. 100% on you. That's why you're apologizing. You apologize. You say, I'm sorry. I did this. I'm sorry. Two most powerful words. Not I would like to apologize or I want to I want to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry directly to the person, preferably in person. Look them in the eye. I'm sorry. I hurt you in this way or I impacted our lives in this way or I impacted the business in this way. And this is what happened. Not making excuses. Be direct. This is where I fell down and this is how I'm going to approve and I would like your forgiveness. Here's the hard part. Sometimes you're not always going to get forgiveness. Sometimes it's going to take a while for that person to heal. And you have to accept that. Uh, the best thing to do is just say, I'm sorry. Apologizing has an amazing impact. We are forgiving people. We are humans are a forgiving forgiving bunch. Politicians just do not get this right. When you, when you make a mistake as a, as a public figure and you come out immediately, acknowledge the mistake, acknowledge what you did, acknowledge the impact that it had on those around you and ask for forgiveness. Almost immediately, people are like, okay, yeah, I've been there. It's all right, dude. Don't, you know, try to do better next time, but let's move on. Just try to not to make the same mistake over and over and over again. And, but even that, I've made the same mistakes over and over and over again. And there's times I've had to apologize multiple times for the same mistake. And uh, thankfully, the people that I've apologized for have offered up grace. And I think we are a forgiving people. But you got to swallow your pride. You have to set aside any, any pride that you have. And, and kind of lay yourself humbly at the person that you're apologizing for. Be direct, be honest, and ask for forgiveness. It's amazing what it will do. That's number 17. Number 18, being consumed by failure. Don't let failure weigh you down. Instead, wear it like a badge of honor. You took a risk and it didn't work out. It's an awful feeling, but you should recognize that you aren't alone. No one succeeds without failing sometimes. Assess what went wrong. Learn the lessons you need to learn so you can move forward 
and make better decisions next time. This there are some uh, there are some very similar items here about uh, not knowing when to let go, um, the need to always be perfect, self doubt. These are all kind of these are all kind of connected as well. Being consumed by failure. There's a thing that happens to us, and I and I really learned about it deeply in the book that I mentioned, How to Be an Imperfectionist. It's rumination, not not letting go of a failure, not letting go of something that has happened. And now there may be some things like apologizing that you need to do in order to let it go. But when we are consumed by failure and living in the past and living uh, with the mistakes that we've made, there's nothing we can do about those mistakes. There's nothing we can do about those failures. We can just step out of them and move forward and position direct, excuse me, direction. Remember this direction is more important than position. Direction is more important than position. As long as we're moving forward, we're doing the right thing. There's nothing about failure. That is a badge of honor. There's nothing about failure that is uh, other than the lessons you learned and the wisdom you gain, but you can't just live in that failure and ruminate on that failure and be weighed down by that failure and identify yourself uh, and, and make your identity, excuse me, make your identity that failure. You'll live a miserable, miserable life. You're going to fail sometimes. May evaluate why you failed, do a root cause countermeasure and move forward with a new plan. Learn your lessons, gain wisdom. And hey, take that wisdom, take that wisdom and teach somebody else, teach somebody else so they don't have to uh, live that failure. Uh, there, there's a good way of of getting beyond it. Teach somebody else what you did wrong. Admit to somebody else how you failed and help help them along. Uh, yeah. Being consumed by failure, ruminating on it, identifying, identifying with your failure uh, will become a lifelong disease in your, uh, in your personality. I don't know. Life will become a lifelong disease. I should have just left it at that. So that was number 18, being consumed by failure. So the entire list of 18 instructive ha destructive habits holding you back from success Seeking approval, shifting the blame, undefined goals, neglecting your health, self-doubt, inaction, feeding distraction, putting yourself or others down, staying in your comfort zone, the need to always be perfect, waiting for the right time, not having a budget, overlooking the importance of persistence, not knowing when to let go, not educating yourself, not asking questions, not apologizing for mistakes, and number 18, being consumed by failure. You know what? We are 30 minutes into the show, maybe a little over 30 minutes into the show today. I'm going to wrap it up right there. We'll save the here's the deal for tomorrow. It's a really interesting one, but that'll wrap up today. You can reach me on Twitter at at for Joe Taylor. And if you like the show, I'd really appreciate it if you told a couple friends, set the stage for them, set expectations, let them know that this is Joe just trying to be a better podcaster. This is Joe just trying to get better every single day at something that he loves to do. Hopefully you get some value from it. I got a lot of value from this list. Uh, much of the commentary I was giving was Joe speaking to Joe. And if you got value listening in, 
I'd appreciate it if you told some friends, but set the expectations for them. My website is thesimplejoe.com, thesimplejoe.com. And to remind you of that WD Geekin' on WDW secret word, it is Kevin Curtis Allen. Go over to thesimplejoe.com slash geek and fill in the password to have a chance of winning. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening. I will talk with you tomorrow. Take care.